Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. My name is Jeffrey White Boyd. I am an amateur kickboxer and, well, uh, just a all-around um, okay guy. So let's get right into the results from last week, and then we'll talk about this coming week's Rio Rancho, or whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, so that's going to be on the 15th of February. Um, the main event, which we'll talk about later, is Corey Anderson versus uh, Jan Blakovich, or what the fuck ever. Anyway. Uh, let's get into the stuff that happened over the weekend. Um, man, something I actually tried to make a um, initial reaction video to, um, but something I actually had to kind of let's fester in my brain and let me kind of calm down. Um, then that was UFC 247 and that main event. Um, man, I still want to be riled up about it. Um, Dominic Reyes got his first loss um, ever insane i know um to john jones a decision um honestly a faded decision uh, i think um, my comments of last week saying that john was going to win the fight um, i'm actually very disgruntled to, to admit that that i was right I'm, I'm mad to admit that i was right to my previous self um because dominic Reyes put on in next level and inhumanly next level performance against one of the greatest in the world um people who consider the goat um and dominic Reyes put him out he almost flushed him out um definitely won at least two rounds against him i don't give a fuck what that uh 49 46 judge said uh said about it um the man had in my eyes um i had dominic reyes three to two this is a guy that i and this is coming from a guy that just knew jones had the fight um jones took the rounds uh four and five without a doubt um but one two definitely went to reyes there's no joke about it um Three is iffy. I've gone back and looked at round three multiple times, and honestly, you could give it to either one. Um, you could you could uh, give it to Jones for just his pressure control, um, that one attempt to take down, um, but you could also give it to Reyes for his output, um, period. I mean, he had some amazing output in that third round, even though he was fading and he didn't get his second win until the fourth round. Um, you know, I could definitely say there's an argument to say that that third round should have gone to Dominic Reyes. Uh, let's hope to God that the next fight doesn't take place in Texas, because um, we all know Texas has shitty commissions, and this is why I do not. This is why I don't fight in Texas, and I live in the goddamn state. Um, there is some other iffy and incredibly ridiculous decisions we had on this fight. Um, and there were straight up judges not even watching the fight occur. I mean, that's just that's just insane. Um, he didn't look at all, you know. Uh, there, you know, he, he was looking at the floor or something. Uh, John Jones made a good comment. Not John Jones, damn it. Uh, Joe Rogan made a good comment about it. Um, and Joe Rogan and Dominic, um, and Dominic Cruz both uh, talked at length after the after the um, pay per view of why um, this sport is being fucked um, in Texas, and that's really sucky about it. Uh, but <clears throat> I'm not going to go through the entire card. Um, I just want to kind of talk about the main things. So John Jones versus Dominic Ray is an amazing fight that I honestly have to say you have to go watch for yourself. Um, but I would definitely say uh, first round, uh, Reyes, um, you know, he knocked down uh, Jones with an amazing body shot. Um, um, honestly, it was a kind of a point where I, I was like, dang, um, Reyes threw some hands that that hit John clean. Um he was moving. Uh, he was doing a lot of things that was throwing John off, and it, it showed from uh, the previous Thiago Santos fight uh, that um, you know Jones had um, last year that it's clear to me 
that there are some very clear holes in John's game that he is not filling in, and Dominic Ray has made those holes even more apparent. And, and it seems to me that, um, you know, John Jones is very much um, not the dominant man we thought he once was. I mean, in an era gone by, yes, but I think he's very much coming into uh, an era that he just isn't ready for. Um, and John has survived multiple eras of the lightweight division. Um, and it looks like that, uh, the division grew out with it, grew up without him. And it seems like even the judges themselves are in denial of it, but definitely a fight. I would say, go watch yourself. It's just an amazing pace, um, with first person ever in a John Jones fight to outshoot and outland John Jones. And that was Dominic Reyes. Um, and also Dominic Reyes just had amazing wrestling defense. That was something I was shooken by. Um, he had, I think he was 87 or 90% of, of all takedowns uh, by John Jones were defended by Reyes. That's amazing. Uh, let's go into the co-main, uh, the Women Flyweight Championship of the World, uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Caitlin Chukagan. Um, <clears throat> Valentina Shevchenko just dominated Chukagan. I mean dominated her. There was no argument about that. No, no rhyme or reason to why this fight went three rounds. I mean, there were some moments where I'm like, if that landed just an inch closer, Chukagan would be like, uh, would be like out like fucking eye, like just out cold. Um, but yeah, so I believe she tapped or was, or the fight was just simply stopped. Um, I couldn't really tell from it. And I've gone back. I'm pretty sure she, uh, it was just stopped. But Chukagan was taking some amazingly tough damage, and I'm pretty sure got a cut um, near the end of the very first round that just bled a lot. Um, and Valentina had some amazing elbows on the ground. I'm also going to deny that. Um, but a, K, uh, a TKO in the third round at a minute and three seconds end of the third round. Um, going into the heavyweight match uh, <clears throat> on the card right below the co-main was Juan Adams versus Jusa, Justin Taffa. Um, Justin Taffa once again. Um, proving to everyone that he, he's just a man of another level, um, where Juan Adams just really is having a hard time proving himself after that um, Greg Hardy fight. But uh, he, but um, to Justin Taffa knocked out, knocked out cold. Um, uh, Juan Adams uh, into the first round, a minute and fifty nine seconds into it. Um, then the featherweight match in the co-main, we had Dan Ige versus Mursad Bektik. Um, honestly, this is a fight. A lot of people were going to be worried that somehow Bektik was going to get it because of how the judging was going throughout the night. Um, but luckily, I got the fight. I won it by decision. Amazing. That's I'm really happy about that. Um, he, he comfortably won that except for the second round. <clears throat> going into the heavy another heavyweight match, um, the car, the fight to start off the main card, we had Derek Lewis's um, Alir Latifi. Um, Derek Lewis just... He yeah he got out wrestled but defended a lot of the wrestling by Ilar Latifi. Um, a fight you could you could definitely put have like honestly you could have unanimous you could have said w either one of these guys won this fight. Um, and Derek Lewis definitely put on a show in that third round. Uh, a round out of the game once got tonight he won. Um, now going into the prelim card, there, there's not much to talk about in the prelim card. Um, early prelims, anything. Of note, oh yes, Andre Wheelie versus Jonathan Martinez, uh, a good show, uh, a fight. Uh, Jonathan Martinez should have absolutely won. Um, kind of a judge fuck up there, um, and not kind of uh, Mario Batista, a guy that is a really good friend of um, what's his name, 
I used to be the lightweight champ. Uh, I'll, I'll remember it later. Uh, but Mario Batista, just a real up-and-comer, uh, knocked out Miles Johns with a knee um, in the second round in a minute and 41 seconds into it. Uh, very good performance. And, oh, yeah, Andrea Lee uh, fought Lauren Murphy. Lauren Murphy won by decision, a comfortable decision, too, and a very incredible performance by her. Um. Now, what is next on our list of things to discuss? Uh, <clears throat> actually, we're actually going to get into some foreign news. I know. How shocking. We're actually going to talk about some foreign stuff. Um, so on <clears throat> February 11th, so this is just last night or well, yesterday, actually. Uh, yesterday, as in it was more of the, around the 10th, um, just depending on how you want to talk about time zones. Um, knockout, cha- knockout um, a promotion in Japan who is just like one of those combining promotions that takes from all kinds of promotions from shoot boxing, all that. Um, this was, uh, but this was a knockout championship, um, knockout rule based tournament, um, where they had, <clears throat> uh, sorry. Uh, they had the, yeah, knockout championship one at Oda sports hall, an Australian champion, Australian champion Danielle Marshall made his Tokyo debut um, um, against Japanese star Hanada in a non-title kickboxing match. Hanada was penalized for low blows with a point deduction, but still won a unanimous decision. Um, how odd. I've said this before, but it's really hard to win um, decisions in Japan if you're not if you're not from Japan. Um, that's just how it is. Um, you really have to get some good judges. Um, but yeah. 29, 28, 29, 28. It was 29, 28 across the board. Anyway, uh, Bazooka uh, Takui won the Hoji Grand Prix 64 kilogram um, going on the next round in the final to win by decision. Matchmaking supported by ISK Japan and ISK Australia. Um, so if you don't know who Bazooka Takuki is, um, he's pretty cool. Uh, you should definitely look him up um, online. Uh, you can find him on... Um, I believe uh, I have him. I am following him on Instagram. Um, let me let me see it real quick. I think it's called Rintax or some something along those lines. I know it sounds ridiculous, um, but yes. Um, sadly, I I did not get to watch this fight. Um, I didn't even know this happened. Um, I've I've been looking forward to the only shootboxing matches I've been looking forward to um, is our current uh, shootboxing going on on the twenty second. Yes, on the twenty second. So let me, let me find him real quick. Yes. Okay. Here it is. Uh, yeah. Rintax. Uh, Rintax. Yeah, Rintax is what you can uh, find him as. So, uh, yeah, we had uh, Bazooka and Takui defeat Satoru Hashimoto by decision um, in the 64-kilogram quarterfinals. Uh, Grand Prix, um, and then we had Bazooka Takui beat um, Koheya Fumura by decision, and then uh, Bazooka Takui beat Renata Nishikoya by decision with an extra round. Very cool. Very, very cool. I love these long-time tournaments. I love these tournament, these one-night tournaments where it's like three, two, or four fights. Like I just love just the wars that occur. It, it's, really, it's really fun to see. Um, it's something, you know, uh, you definitely need to watch uh they're really cool to watch um and knockouts really good at doing these uh, these uh long time tournaments i'm trying to see if i'm missing anything 
Yeah, I really am. I don't think I'm missing anything else. I think that was it. That is, oh my goodness. Um, that is it in foreign news. All right, so let's get on to the next big thing, which is, uh, uh, yeah, UFC on ESPN plus 25, uh, Anderson versus Blakovich 2. Uh, so this is the second time they fought. Um, I believe, if I'm correct, uh, when they originally fought, um, now, now I got to look up Corey Anderson's fight record. Um, I believe when Corey Anderson originally fought, um, he lost this fight, if I'm correct. Uh, this fight was done all the way back in... Yeah, this fight was done all the way back in 2015 at UFC 191, um, where Corey Anderson won by a decision. Um, this is a very, like a really far time back, like really far. 2015. Um, they have both evolved. They have both evolved as fighters, especially Corey, who's just a vicious, vicious man right now. That is out for blood, and that's exciting. That is always exciting to hear when a dude's like, "I'm out for blood." Like, what? What? Shit. You know, it's always good to hear. Um, so this is happening in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Um, damn shame, because uh, I'd love to fucking go see his fight. <laughs> um, so I think everyone just kind of want to know my uh, decisions on these fights. I'm, I'm also I mentioned some of the other ones real quick. Diego, the co-main is Diego Sanchez versus Michael Piera. I'll talk about um, who I think is going to win that fight. Um, some other notable ones are Ray Borg versus Ray Borg's making his comeback against Rogero Bontorin. If you don't know the issues Ray Borg's been having with his son, definitely go look that up. Um, it, this is a, definitely a big, big comeback for him. Yancy Medeiros versus Lando Venata. Uh, John Dotson versus Nathaniel Wood. Uh, Tim Means versus Daniel Rodriguez. Uh, Casey Kenny versus Marab Defesili. Um there was another one. Um, that's it. That's it. That is it for this fight, for uh, this card. Let's go see my decisions because I did make some. Interesting. All right. Beyond frustrating. Okay. <clears throat> Let's view my predictions uh, for Rio Rancho. All right. So I have Anderson with a KO or TKO in round three. I'm <laughs> um, not probably the biggest thought everyone's probably going with for that fight, but I do think he's going to get a late round finish. And it's just really on how he's been, how he's been for the last few fights of his. Um, and just how he's out for blood, I could definitely see with uh, definitely with Blakovich, uh, definitely see a late uh, round, a three third round finish. Um, and then with Pereira versus Diego Sanchez, I'm going with Pereira. I'm going with a TKO in the first round. And I mean, if you know me, you know that that dude is going to destroy Diego Sanchez, especially with the people Diego has in his corner currently. Um, and I'm going to, and this is really just a love for the man. Um, I'm going with a, a decision. Um, a decision win for Ray Borg, the Taz Mexican devil. Um, and then 
with Nathaniel Wood versus John Dotson. I'm going with Nathaniel Wood by a TKO in the first round. Um, if you don't know who Nathaniel Wood is, um, he is a fucking prospect. Um, definitely do an up and comer that I believe. If I'm, let me see. That this is his fourth fight in the UFC. He's on a three fight tear in the UFC right now, um, and he is looking to just kill it um as he's won by submission in his last three fights i definitely think he's going to be going for some serious knockout power in his next fight so i definitely see that coming up from behind in the first round as as most of his um knockout fights have occurred in the first round some of them not even out of the first minute um is that really it dang that's that is it. That is all we have to talk about for this week. My goodness, this week is empty as hell. I hate it. I hate it when I have nothing to talk about on here. God, like, you guys want longer longer talks, you know? <laughs> uh, so let's look up some MMA news, and let's, uh, let's discuss that. All right. So Dominic Reyes says, John Jones told him their rematch is going to be epic. After UFC 247, honestly, you know how the way John is just as a person now, as he definitely tries to make himself out to be, um, you know, it doesn't shock me. Uh, Henry uh, Cejudo might decide to return to flyweight if 135 goes south. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Um, You know, so you know that's you know that doesn't shock me. Uh, We do have some big big news I do want to talk about. Um, uh, Manny Pacquiao joins. I think it was he joins the same management as uh, as Conor McGregor. Um, that doesn't really mean anything other than I think I think it's uh, Prima Prima Dime or something like that. Um, it, it's just a really well known promotion out there that that does for that does promotion for a lot of big uh, big fighters out there. Um, trying to see if there's any other thing. Uh, yes, uh, Gegard Mousasi versus Douglas Lima, official for middleweight title. Now, that's a really good fight and a very much more likely, um, I think, you know, win um, because um, Musashi is, bi- is a big guy, and so is Lima. Lima is a big, big man, uh, and we've known this. We, If you guys don't know, he is a big man for the welterweight division. Um, so him going off and fighting for the uh, – for the <clears> – <throat> Did I say middleweight? I mean welterweight division. Um, so he, so him going off and fighting for the middleweight title does not blow me away. Um, it, it definitely seems um, very possible he could win that fight. And then we have I can't remember someone challenging uh, the double champ, but we'll get onto that here in a bit. Um, let's get into some others. UFC heavyweight champ. I'm sorry. UFC heavyweight Derek Lewis reveals he's dealing with some serious medical issues. We've known this in the past. He's had some like knee and some back issues. Um, stuff he definitely needs to get fully fixed. Um, if you guys don't know, as why the Giga Musasi and uh, shoot, I already, Douglas Lima fight um, is happening. It's because of Rafael Lovato Jr., who defeated um, Giga Musasi by decision um, about a year ago for the middleweight belt, has sadly relinquished his title as middleweight champion um, after a brain d- condition diagnosis has only worsened. Um, he brought this up on the Jorgen podcast, and I believe I brought this up on my last. Um, um, podcast but uh it's a pretty sad situation i really hope he gets back in the ring because that's that's a man that claw and tore his way his entire life to to get there and very much would like to see him return uh let me see what else what else do we have let me see 
Uh, Demetrius Johnson says he'll retire with one championship. This is my last organization. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it doesn't shock me. Uh, BJ Penn hospitalized after car ex- car accident investigation started for a potential DUI. I mean, that man has lost it in the recent times, so it does not shock me. Um, Fedor Emelianenko critiques Khabib Nurmagomedov's stand-up. I, I, I believe reading something on this the other day that uh, he just said that he needs to definitely focus on his stand-up because he said that sooner or later he's going to come across a fighter that will finish him long before he can get him to the ground. Um, he says, um, which I think is very cool um, because I've said before that could be May one. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I say could be May one day run into a um, Jorge Masvidal Ben Askren kind of situation. He could be the greatest fighter of all time, and he could just get caught very quickly, and it could just end that quickly. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that that's a very big possibility. But again, we also know that Khabib does have better stand-up than Ben, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so uh, <clears throat> Valentina Shevchenko is facing a six-month um, outage, as in she's going to be out medically for the next six months. Um, we're actually going to see um, all the medical outs real quick. So let's... let's uh, So let's actually take a look at all these real quick. So John Jones is out until March 10th. Dominic Reyes is out until March 10th. Uh, Valetijo uh, Shevchenko is out until August 7th. Caitlin Chikugin, uh is out until March 25th. Justin Tava out until April 9th. Uh, Juan Adams out until March 10th. Uh, Dan Ig um, out until March 10th. Mr. Bektik out until March 10th. Um, <clears throat> Derek Lewis... Um, out until February eighteenth of twenty twenty one. I just want to clarify that until twenty twenty one. Alir Latifi suspended until March tenth. Um, Trevin Giles suspended until February eighteenth. Um, James Kraus suspended until March twenty tenth. Twenty tenth, March tenth. Laura Murphy. The majority is March tenth. Um, I'll go into ones that are March tenth. Uh, uh, Miles Johns, April 9th. Journey Newson, August seventh. Um, Domingo Polarde, um, April 9th. Andrew Ewell, August 7th. Jonathan Martinez, February 18th. Pretty quickly. Uh, pretty quick turnaround for him. Uh, Chaos Williams, uh, March 10th. Uh, Alex Morano, March 10th. Uh, Yusef Salah, February 18th. It's funny that... Um, where, where is he at? That uh, Derek Luce is getting a, a... Like, there's a lot of people that have February 18th. That's like in five or six days. Um, and But then we have Derek Luce, who's February 18th. and But then it clarifies it's 2021, and it's the only one that has it like that. Um, interesting. So we will go next. Uh, back. Uh, Anthony Jones. Uh, sorry, Anthony Jones. Anthony Smith. John Jones looked lost against Dominic Reyes. I believe uh, Anthony Smith is going to be fighting. Um, what's his fucking face? Honestly, it's a it's not. I can't remember. I'll, I'll think of it some other time. Uh, Dominic Reyes explains why he slowed down in the fifth round. Oh, because he's never trained for five rounds. <laughs> uh, duh. Uh, Big John McCarthy feels Dominic Reyes beat John Jones. Interesting. Ben Saunders and Brad Cadona among 13 fighters cut from UFC roster. I heard about this. Pretty big. Uh, but it's a lot of like old-time veterans. This guy's just haven't re- been really doing that well. Uh, Mike Winklejohn says there's no doubt Mike John Jones and Dominic Reyes rematch after UFC 247. I mean, clearly. 
Um, Israel Adesanya and John Jones, UFC 247 performance. He's washed up. No duh. Uh, John Jones picks Khabib in a potential rematch with Conor McGregor. I mean, everyone's saying that, but Khabib's like, that's not happening. What else? Kamar Usman thinks beef between Hoy Masvidal and Colby Covington is an act. I do think it is an act um, because it, it's been shown before that they have been friends in the past, um, and there's never really been any evidence that they're still not friends. Um, so, and he's never, and I believe Colby's never jabbed directly at Jorge. So, I mean, actually, yeah, I don't think he ever has. So that does not shock me. Um, I, I, I think it is an all an act. Any other things to really take away? Darren Till, Darren Till says there's a 50-50 chance he fights Jared Cannonier next. I really want to see that fight. I really want Jared Cannonier to fight him um, because, honestly, if, Dar- if Darren Till can prove his worth in the middleweight division, um, that's all he needs right now. He ne- he proved his worth that he can he can still make a comeback against Gaslam. Now he needs to prove his worth in the division against Cannonier that he can take down the, the up-and-comers and continue his reign upwards. Um, yeah, that's really it. Um, we're really just rolling back into some old, old news. Um, that's a darn shame. Um, so for anyone that was curious on where I get a lot of my info, um, the internet, I really just search a lot of it up. Um, a lot of it can just be done easily with Google now. A lot of it can easily be done with, uh, UFC, um, just looking up UFC and Google or UFC.com too um, also really works very well. Uh, so we're going to go to the UFC homepage actually real quick, and we're going to look at rankings, um, and that's going to be the final thing for the night or for day. So I'm just going to say who, who's who gone up, who's gone down, so on and so forth. Um, and then we'll go back into everything else in a minute. So we're going to talk about only people that have gone up and down. So if you don't want to listen to this, uh, have a good time. Um, Other than that, uh, let's continue. Um, A new riser in the uh, power for power ranking uh, for men's um, is Dominic Reyes, who is currently number 15 in the power for power rankings. Um. In the Bantamweight rankings, we have Jose Aldo rising to number six and Pedro Munoz rising, uh, falling to number seven. In the featherweight rankings, we have um, Arnold Allen rising one as Sudik Youssef falls one. In the welterweight rankings, we have uh, Vicente Luque rise to 13 as Anthony Pettis falls to number 14. And we have Conor McGregor sitting at number 15. In the middleweight rankings, we have no changes. In the light heavyweight rankings, get ready, there's a lot of these. Uh, we have Dominic Reyes ri- have risen three to the number one contender spot. Diego Santos having fallen one to the number two ranked spot. Daniel Cormier having fallen two to now to the number fourth ranked spot. Um, and here are now the lower end of the rankings. Marcia Rua now hitting the 15th uh, ranking in the list. 
uh, Ronald Souza having risen one to number 14. Nikita Krylov now having risen one to number 13. Misha Surkinov now having risen to 12th. And Johnny Walker still sitting at 11. In the heavyweight rankings, we have Derek Losing having risen one to now number five as Jairz Jarzino Rosenstruck falls one to number six. In the women's pound for pound rankings, Amanda Nunes, Joanna um, Drzejcik rises to number five as Rose Namajunas Rose Namajunas falls to number six. Tatiana Suarez rises to number eight as Jermaine Durandamy falls to number to number nine. Aspen Ladd rises to number ten as Caitlin Chukagan falls to number eleven. And we have Julia Pena entering the rankings and rising instantly by one to number 12. In the women's flyweight, we have Jessica I rising to the number one contender spot as Caitlin Trukagan falls to the number two spot. Laura Murphy rises to number six as Vivian Arhua rises to number seven. Falls to number seven, sorry. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is all the ranking changes we have had in the recent weeks. Um, they don't really change rankings that often. Um, it's only after maybe one or two cards that usually change rankings. Um, so I'll come back in the next podcast or so. Um, no advertisement here, I promise. Um, I want you to have all a good, beautiful night. Yep, you ugly people. I love you all. Seriously. You have a wonderful, wonderful night.